Now, let me tell you something. This morning is a special morning because we are talking fashion. Yes, it's February fashion, okay? Now, this young brother right here, he wore his brand today. As, as I, Who wouldn't wear their brand anywhere they go? But I got to say, we're about to interview a kid with a dream who started this brand hoping to one day become a successful clothing brand owner. I think he's doing a good job at it right now. What do you think? He started the brand as a joke. Yep, I said it. A joke. He had no idea that it was going to take off and be a rocket to the culture. You know what I mean? And as time progressed... He's still continuing to expand the brand and have healthy, fresh ideas put on the table. When you know you got to write the vision and make it plain, he wrote a vision, and it was just a joke. But it's plain as day now because now he comes in wearing his brand. He is doing things to help elevate it, and he is inspiring the masses around him. So... I am welcoming for the first time and certainly not the last time to the morning machine, the guy they call, the young kid they call K-Biz, the kid. What's happening? Good morning. What's up? What's up? How you doing? How you doing? Man, it's phenomenal. But what's more phenomenal is the fact of starting this brand. You wrote a vision. You made it plain after it was just a whole joke. So... Before we get to the joke part about this and how it all came together, let's take it back to the old school. Let's take it to Union Square. Yep. You coming up even younger than where you are now. Yep. When you were coming up, what was the passion for fashion? Um, at a young age, I felt like I always had a um, passion for fashion since a young age. You know, growing up in Atlanta, you see a lot of people up to date with it, um, with the fashion and stuff. You know, different types of flavors and styles with it. But, you know, most of the time, my mama grew up dressing me. So, a lot of times, I wore, like, like baggy clothes. Like turn, baggy turn, turn your mic a little bit to your left. Turn your baggy mic. jeans. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Baggy jeans and stuff like that. So, I was influenced by that, by the, by the stuff that my mom was dressing me in. And then I had an older cousin that I spent a lot of time with seeing him uh dressing and stuff like that that kind of inspired me so i took that and made it my own so it was kind of it really started to become a competition with my older cousin on who could dress a little bit better and stuff like that and i tried <laughs> to show my mama that she could stop dressing me now that i got it so that's really what started it all absolutely and so what was the advice that you grew up listen to no matter where it came from what was the best advice that you got along your journey at a young age mm -hmm. that gets you to a point now where you're like mm -hmm. man mm -hmm. this is taking off and now that advice really resonates with me now it continues yeah. to stay with you yeah um growing up i had a lot of father figures in my life so i started off playing baseball really so i okay. grew up playing sports baseball basketball football so you know I was always taught at a young age that you're going to face a lot of adversity in life and mm -hmm. that it's just the way how you handle it, really. It's going to determine on how far you can get in life. So I learned I had my uncles, I had my father, mm -hmm. I had my coaches. They always molded me into becoming a man. So it was it's a lot of uh, lessons I learned growing up just with them. 
But probably the the best one was probably that I learned from my father that hard work pays off. And mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, I see it. I can see that on him. So it was like I had a visual representation on mm-hmm. hard work paying off him going and working for all these hours and stuff and then just provide for the family and stuff like that. That mm-hmm. that kind of that was probably the best part saying that. And so now let's fast forward a bit. You know what I mean? We're mm-hmm. gonna fast forward to the joke. Now you probably <laughs> now now let let's keep it real. Let's keep it all the way bean. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this jerk w- joke was clean or dirty, <laughs> but let's try to figure out the clean version. If it was a dirty joke, that nah, you it know, was clean. It was oh, okay. Good was because clean. you said that this dream of mm-hmm. starting a brand mm-hmm. came out of a joke. Yeah. How do we get from a joke <laughs> to the brand? What was this joke that made you say, aha, aha, I got a brand on my hands? Yep. Talk about it. So, honestly, ever since a young age, um, I always wanted to start a clothing brand. I always wanted to have my own clothing brand, some my own pieces that I can say that I made and wear it and style it in my own way. So, the vision of having a clothing brand was always there, but the joke, how it started, it wasn't supposed to start like how it was. Uh, how it started. So one day, me and my mom sitting around in the uh, house. I'm like, all right, mom, I'm trying to make a jacket. Uh, I need a hoodie or something to wear to schools that'll catch somebody. I catch that, catch people. I cause the week before, I remember it. The week before, me and my mom had a white hoodie and we sat there and tied out it. Um, we got the tie dye from Walmart and a little spray paint. I did my right. thing with it and I wore it and they was liking. It. I said, all right, mom, I need something else, but I want to do it like. A different way. I don't want to spray paint tie dye, so let's go get some um, what is it called? Some sister weed puff print and a hoodie. Went to Walmart, got that. I said, all right, we need to, we need got to put something on there. Got to be something that's gonna catch people eye, make the people like start laughing real, cause it was really just trolls. Me and my partners was on Instagram, being a little comedians and stuff on Instagram, trying to <laughs> just be funny and stuff like that. So I said, all right, I want something that's gonna catch the eye. Sitting there. Just me and my mom was bouncing ideas off each other, bouncing ideas off each other. Then my mom came up with the front that uh, everybody knew. Then she was like, then I was like, all right, I want something on the back, too. I need something on the back. So when I walk past them, they see something. Then when they see the backside of me, they see something, too. So yeah. I put ain't fine and ain't mine on the back. And then that's just really how it started. <laughs> how about that? And, and, you know, how influential has have your your parents been as it pertains to the brand because oh yeah it, you know it it seems like you had a lot of family influence as it pertains to the brand yeah. so how important was that to yeah. you yeah um my my family um opinion i like i can take i factor that into a lot of things that i do so i run a couple ideas past them they throw a couple ideas at ideas at me especially my mom my mom always have an idea she Everything, every all day, every day, she just texts me out throughout the day some ideas for a clothing brand, for some um shirts ideas and stuff like that. My mom just, I guess that my mom really does enjoy stuff like that. So mm-hmm. me starting a clothing brand that really just help her keep her creativity. My mom very creative. Absolutely. And speaking of that creativity, that creativity you put into now, I want to ask this mm-hmm. because. There will be some that look at the website. They're like, "Is it two different clothing brands, mm-hmm. or is it all in one?" It's two. So On the website is two. So let's start with FSO. Uh-huh. What does that stand for, and how did that come about to start? Okay, so FSO means 
Oh, fine shit only. Oh, <laughs> we, dang! I should have I should have warned myself. Well, sorry, folks. That uh, yeah, we we got one cussing this morning, but I, we know what it stands for now. But it, 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 but we got that fine ish yeah. Yeah, only ish. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. We we mean ish. <laughs> but but um, what made you choose that? out of any name on the planet that you could have mm-hmm. chosen? Well, basically, to the people, it probably would mean, like, um, the people probably take it as, like, fine. It's only as, like, a wim- like women, like a woman, like how their appearance is and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Or, like, if females are aware, like, a, how they feel about a man's appearance. But to me, fine, it's only means, like, the better things in life. Like, you're really going to get the better things in life. It's more than just... What you see is like it's more uh, to life than just the basic things. You gotta strive for more. It's more things that you can get from life. Mm. It's a lot of things you can get from life. That's definitely powerful, right there. And mm-hmm. then you go from that to DV extreme. Yep. Extreme living. Yep. So I see it on the bio, mm-hmm. but. I'd rather you tell the story of yep. DV Extreme and what it means to you. Yep. So D. So the DV uh, DV is uh, stands for deceased visionary, mm-hmm. and then the extreme living portion that's explainable for its own. So these two, uh, this brand that I started, uh, it has a lot of meaning and it, um, serves a real purpose to me, because the deceased visionary part. Um, plays a uh, a big role because my grandmother I lost my grandmother a couple years ago. Oh and, sorry um, to hear that man. Yep. Thank you, thank you. Um, she plays a her spirit is always with me, right? So deceased visionary, my grandma always told me don't let nobody um opinion or what they gotta say um impact you and your vision on what you have for your life. So I just took that deceased vis- uh visionary let never let the vision die. Mm-hmm. That's really what it means Deceased visionary Never let the vision die So the vision you have for yourself Never let it die No matter what nobody has to say about you And their opinion And then extreme living It just Things You'll have to do some extreme things you have to go through a lot in life mm-hmm. Just to Get to the type of living that you want to have Even if it's a high order of living Especially if it's a high order of living And and you know That's, that's definitely uh, Absolutely awesome That yep. you say that Because everyone has certain struggles especially as an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. and fashion is not an easy it's not an easy lane to be in or easy industry to be in Mm -hmm. so what was one challenge or obstacle that you had in developing this brand Mm -hmm. that you were able to overcome and how did you overcome it um I probably faced a lot of obstacles. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of obstacles that I faced. So let me think. Let me think of the main one. Um, FSO. Okay, for FSO, it was uh-huh. like, because that was the first brand. So it was like a lot of trial and error with FSO um, and becoming a fashion brand owner, clothes mm-hmm. brand owner. So FSO took a lot of the um, trial and error. FSO, it took a while, like, hmm. The mental space, like mm. being a clothing brand owner, is, it's, it can be draining at times. So that I had to learn, like that, I had to um really take care of myself mentally, right? And make sure 
I kept up with a lot of things, keep a lot of things in order and de- develop a structure, mm-hmm. clothing brand-wise, and have a team behind me. So the team that I had behind me, I had to get a team. So I started including my partners, my uh, brothers, mm-hmm. Nate and Ethan. Yeah. They became a large role in my clothing brand, and my mother, um, she helps a lot as well. So mm-hmm. once I added them uh, to the team and just believed in them and let them do their thing and their part, it all came together, and we all handled it all pretty good. So how important is the creative space that each one of them have? Because each one of them has mm-hmm. a different – yeah mindset or different space of creativity that they bring to the table and it all has to come together the right way so talk about those different styles that you can really you know piece together to Mm -hmm. form one great product yeah so all all, them three people that i just named they're all different in their own type of way and they all have their own different styles fashion wise and things like that Mm -hmm. so i take each of their ideas, I tell them most of the time, sometimes it's been where I've told them to send me a list of ideas, just random ideas, like mm-hmm. whatever they send they're thinking about. Yeah, whatever. A cartoon, whatever, just send it. Right. Told them to send it. They send it. I sit, so I sit there. Okay, I put them all together. I put all of them in like, I make a big old list out of the things they send and the different types of styles and inspos. And I put it all together and I make it my own out of what they send. So it's like, Basically, a combination of my ideas, my thought process, and their thought process. Put it all together into one. Mm, and the combination of that leads to the great designs, especially mm-hmm. the one that you have yep. on right now. Yep. And, you know, many others. Yep. And so it's just absolutely amazing to hear that if we can work together you this mm-hmm. is this brand is the epitome of if you can put all of the creative minds together mm-hmm. in one space yep. you can really achieve a lot more faster yep. than you ever thought yep then on your own it yep. exactly because it just, sometimes you need a team yep. you you can't always do it by yourself you and a lot of t- uh, it, it speaks that of life yep you know, you're not on this journey alone. You're not. Yeah. And there are people out here who will support you to say the same thing. You yep. are not alone in yep. this process. So it, that's it's just an awesome story. And um, so what would you say is one of your best designs that you've got right now? I know that's a hard choice because uh, it's hard. Can, it's a tough one. Yeah. I always ask these tough questions, yeah. but they're enjoyably tough yeah. questions yeah. because you know it's like a, if you had to choose one of your designs, yeah. right? Which one would you choose? Is oh, it the one that goodness. you got on, or is it something else? Okay, so I'm gonna give you a little spill, right? Okay, do that. So for FSO, I probably have over like 250 designs that I've made. Oh, no wonder your choice is hard. <laughs> you see, my man and said for DV extreme, DV extreme that I have about about 150 designs. So wow. So. So uh, that it might be a while before you narrow that down to about two, three. So honestly, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do for FSO. My favorite design is probably the one that I haven't released yet. Um, mm. It says I love fine ish on it. It's mm. a white one, and then it's a black one that I'll be releasing next week. 
And then uh, probably the hoodie I got on right now for the DVS stream. Yeah. Because it was like the process behind it. It's like it started off as just a tongue that you see on the hoodie. Yeah. And then as time progressed, it probably took me about a month to finally finish it because I just kept adding on to it. Every time I looked at it, I just kept looking at it and just kept adding on to it. So mm-hmm. to me, that felt like an accomplishment. Like It felt like it was a real creative, deep, detailed, like never finished type of design. Like That's how I really like to do my designs. So, just keep adding to it as time progresses. For real. And and when you you have all the you have hundreds of designs out mm-hmm. here that many people can choose from. Mm-hmm. What's the reaction like of the people? Because you're you have so many designs mm-hmm. out there that people can look at, they mm-hmm. can choose from, they can buy, they can wear. Mm-hmm. So, what is the reaction of the people? And we're, we're and when I say the people, mm-hmm. I'm meaning people that are not in your circle that mm-hmm. just come to your site that you don't know from a can of paint that just buy mm-hmm. and support. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's the reaction like? From from what I uh the the feedback that I received from the last few things that I've dropped and released, they told me they liked it and and they um really like my movement, the movement I'm creating brand wise and stuff like that. They they said they like the movement, and they enjoy the colors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I really do. Most of the time, I for the the last couple things I dropped, DV Extreme was the last drop I had. I really try to make sure that I, uh put colors and stuff like that. Make sure it was like kind of vibrant to make the people like for the. It was more for the people who can like who really enjoy dressing. Like, yeah. you get a hoodie and you see like seven different colors on it. Right. It's like a challenge. Like, most people do, like, enjoy that challenge on trying to put a fit together with something that has a lot of colors, and most of them said they like that. Mm. So the feedback has been positive from um, what I've been dropping lately. And and that's, and that's good to have positive feedback mm-hmm. because, you know, it helps your craft grow. Yeah. And, and, but then there's also constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. What's one piece of constructive criticism that you may have received from maybe your team, your squad, or, or whoever out there mm-hmm. that helps you continue to elevate your game and one-up the game mm-hmm. Even further than you already. That's kind of crazy. So like, a few days ago, I sent <laughs> I sent my homeboy Ethan that I just told you about help, yeah, yeah, that helps yeah. with the creative process. Sometimes, um, I sent him probably about it was through the phone. I sent him probably about fifteen mockups. Yeah, I'm thinking that's the hardest designs I done put together and everything. Mm-hmm. Right, I sit there, I sent it to him. Thirty minutes go by. He said, he said, twin, this these not the ones. <laughs> he told me, he told me he not messing with it, right? So I pretty, I do enjoy like having partners and stuff like that, and people who will give me constructive criticism instead of having a lot of people that's just yes man and saying whatever, because that that'll just lead me down the wrong path. Bruh. So I really do enjoy having partners and um people who give me constru- constructive criticism, as long as it's constructive criticism, and they giving me something that's gonna help, that's actually helping the brand and not just bashing it or something like that and and you know it's so interesting you said not having yes people mm-hmm. around you yep. and it, it is an it is very important mm-hmm. in really any facet of yeah. life but especially as an entrepreneur and even in business mm-hmm. it's best to not have just yes people around because you know you got to have your own voice you got to have your own opinion mm-hmm. and 
there's people in your circle that are going to let you know truly, nah, it's not it. You, you did, you did 25 designs and none of them hitting on nothing. And he told me, he told me they were too simple. They were too simple. Mm -hmm. Woo. Yep. He kept it real. And my mom, all of them do that. My family, my family, like they probably like the best thing that I have as a team. Like, Mm -hmm. cause they, they not going to let me just, do whatever they're gonna let me know the real and they're gonna keep it 100 with me at all times so i really do i love them for that really absolutely as as you should and you know with that love you know coming in Mm -hmm. it actually radiates the energy that's flowing out Mm -hmm. through your designs and people are you know snapping them up they're snapping them up and getting and you know see I is so interested because how we came across each other. Now I ain't gonna say where, yeah. but well, how we came across each other. Yeah, had a colleague of ours mm-hmm. that was rocking, and I, I'm yep. I, I think that that's that's a friend of yours. Mm-hmm. You know him for a long time, yep. and um, she put me on to you. Yep. I was like, yo, I, I say, yo, that's dope. They're like mm-hmm. who? I was like, hey, that's that's dope right there. Yeah. And she said, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, I know the designer. The designer right there. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, for <laughs> real? Oh well, let me come highlight him. Yeah. And and now we're finally here, and yep. it's just amazing that. And I I don't know. This is your first radio interview, isn't yep. it? Yes, see, it is. And, and see, that's the thing. What we do here at D one hundred two point six, the situation, and on the morning machine is we do a lot of breaking. You heard the term "break bread." We break mm-hmm. brands, so that's <laughs> how we do it. You know what I mean? And hmm, light bulb moment. That might become a segment. Break brands. Break <laughs> brand. That sounds good. That sound that sound pretty good. But anyway, but you know. Coming soon to the more machine. Anyway, um, so it, from you starting in 2021, mm-hmm. and now we're we're fast forward. Now we're about what three years in. Yep. Um, depends on the month, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you could be three, four, what have you. Right. Uh, but it, it still could be two and a half, yep. depending on what date it is. But right. along the journey, like I said, this fashion industry is not easy. Mm-hmm. What has been the biggest thing that you've learned about the fashion industry since you've started your brands? Everybody has their own opinion. Mm. That's what I learned. And I and that that that's really in life for real. So I don't really look at the fashion industry too different from life for real. So that's just what I learned for real, that everybody has their own opinion. So what you think might be fire or something, another person might not. And you really can't you can't really judge off what somebody's you can't go based off somebody's opinion all the time. You it's, gotta really follow your gut feeling. It's um it's almost like uh you can't please everybody. Yeah, you can't please everybody. Everybody's not some, gonna like it, yeah. But not everybody's yeah. it's not gonna be their cup of tea for mm-hmm. everybody. Yep. Yeah. That's why I really, really like having a clothing brand, you really gotta find like your type of consumers for real. Like mm-hmm. the people the type of people that you trying to sell to, like your target audience for real. Yeah, it, good point that you brought up. Mm-hmm. What is your target audience? What are what audience are you looking to captivate with your brand? For FSO, 
my target audience for FSO is probably more of like the younger crowd. Cause yeah. like more, more, it's like for FSO, it's more like provoking words and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like cover design like that for FSO. So that's probably like the young group. But the DV Extreme, that's like more of like for any group for real. So mm-hmm. I want everybody in the DV Extreme, any age group. I really want DV Extreme to be around for a little while. FSO as well. But DV Extreme, I feel like I got more of like a, it's more of a what can I say like a it has more of like a better feeling to it like mm. you feel like you can have like a real connection deep down connection like build come up with the process and everything with it like that that's what mm. I feel like the DVS screen would do like I can Gosh. see that being around for a little while no and and, and good that you have that vision mm-hmm. that's what every entrepreneur should have a yep. vision of their brand being around for a while. Yep, got to be confident. I, rem- I, I remember starting, what, over 10 years ago, yep. uh, 20, 2013, mm-hmm. with YouTube. Yep. And here we are in 2024 yep. in a whole studio, and I'm yep. interviewing I'm, I'm interviewing you, yep. you know, and, and doing interviews. Yep. And so, yes, yep. it's a process. Yep. It's a process. You, you've stuck to it. Yep. You're going to continue to stick to it. Yep. And it's going to continue to grow. And I think it grows faster than you think. Then yeah. you're, you're already in a fast pace of growth right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like after this interview, yep. there's going to be more. Mm-hmm. Because people are going to start reaching out to you on yep. their outlets and mm-hmm. say, hey, look. Let's uh let's talk about this brand, you yep. know. Let's let's let let's let's grab a hoodie and whatnot. Let's let's wear a couple of these designs. Yep. You know that energy is radiating, mm-hmm. and it starts with yourself and your team. Yep. You know what I mean? And putting those ideas together. Mm-hmm. What is the best advice that you have? For young entrepreneurs, young clothing designers, mm-hmm. younger than you, they looking up to you right now. The you know best. what I mean? We got a whole worldwide audience yep. of people that are around the world, Ghana, here, there, mm-hmm. everywhere, that yep. listen to us on a daily basis. There are young people out there that mm-hmm. are trying to figure it out, and they don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. But you found a way to start. What was the What is the best advice that you can give to those younger than you that are looking to get started? So the best advice, the best I, the best advice I give is never get discouraged. Don't compare and don't compare yourself to somebody else. Just because you see somebody else doing something, they brand might be doing a little bit better. You can't, you can't. Don't compare yourself to them because you don't know what they've been through. You don't know, like they car, the cars they was dealt. You know, some people start off in a little bit, a bit, a little better predicament. Like they situation start off a little bit better. Like they might have the funds. Like they might have people funding them so they can do a little bit more with their brand than you. But mm-hmm. just you just gotta remain. You gotta stick to the price and you gotta believe in it and just no matter what. Like it's gonna be rainy days with it. Like every day not gonna be good. Every drop not gonna be good and stuff like that. So you just gotta understand that it all comes with it. It's a lot of things that come with being a entrepreneur that people don't see. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot that come with life too. You're going to face obstacles, a lot of things you're going to have to overcome, a lot of ad- adversity you're going to face. So you just got to remain got to remain true to yourself. Absolutely. Through it all. No matter no matter what, you got to remain true to yourself. Facts, facts, facts. And um so one of the final questions is what is next for FSO and DV Extreme? 
Uh, if things go planned, I got a drop. I'm going to have a drop next week for FSO. What in the week? Hold on. Time. Time. <laughs> time out. Time out. Got to stop you there. Next week? Yep, next week. I'm aiming oh. for next Friday. I'm going to have a uh, drop. I'm drop two hoodies. Okay. Next Friday for FSO. And then I'm going to drop a hoodie for DV. DV Extreme. And then what else? That's all I got. That's all I got for, for, you, right? for now. He, yeah, that's He's just going to kind of give you a taste of it. Yeah. And then, you know, just yeah. over time. But yeah. I, I will ask this, though. Since 2021, mm-hmm. there's a lot of different fashion shows and different events mm-hmm. that people showcase their new lines in and their mm-hmm. new designs in. Mm-hmm. Have you been involved in any of those yet? No, I haven't been involved in any of them yet. But do, this do year, you plan but, on it? Yeah, I, did, I said this year I was going to do a lot. I was going to get myself out there a little bit more and get involved mm-hmm. in, like, the little fast show, the pop-up pop up shots and stuff like that. I said I was yeah. going to do that this year. I got to do that this year. I will suggest, though, um, and I'm going to put you on to this, mm-hmm. I would suggest starting at Sweet Auburn Fest. Okay. It's, in, it's on Mother's Day weekend in May. Okay. I would suggest Sweet Auburn Fest to really, if you want to start with a bang, I'd start there. Okay. Get the family involved Mm -hmm. and reach out to them. Mm -hmm. Even on Instagram, something. Mm -hmm. And do that. Because Mm -hmm. a lot of people attend Sweet Auburn Fest. It's one of the premier festivals in the city of Atlanta Mm -hmm. by far, bar none. Yeah. Right? And that will start to kick off your season. Mm Mm-hmm. Getting out there yeah. doesn't just pertain to online. Yeah. Getting out there means you may have to come here to Morris Brown College yeah. and stand outside show in and, and, so. and whatever event they got going on here, mm-hmm. you need to be up here. So mm-hmm. to connect with a student, I may have some connects for you, by the way, mm-hmm. um, that can be able to Get people out here to be able to see your designs and really be immersed into it because you're at the age where you're meeting everybody where they are. Yeah. Everybody. Mm -hmm. No matter whether you're in your 30s, 40s or you in your teens, 20s. Yep. And there's a lot of students here in in the AUC. You got to... You got to be out there. Yeah. And I'm glad that that is a goal of yours this year yeah. to really tap into the local market first. Because once you tap into the local market, then whew, yeah. the people, yeah, there is no ceiling. Yeah. There's no ceiling. You just gotta you just gotta be able to tap into resources yeah. and tap into the market that you're in. Yeah. And watch things. It'll it'll become a powder keg of success mm-hmm. after that. Yep. And that's the th- and that, and that's the thing. You know, some there's a lot of times we may get in our own way. Have you ever had a situation where you might have gotten in your own way of, of something of of growth? Yep. I'm sometimes ain't um. To be honest, it's, I still do. I still get in my way sometimes. I get in my head a little bit sometimes. And that's that's where my family and my, my team come in. They at. get you right. And they get me right. Yeah, it's been yeah. times that I was a little hesitant, overthinking the drop. Yeah. Uh, like whether I should drop stuff like that, whether I should drop it or not, and I depended on them. 
on whether to let me know or not, and they just let me know. So they helped me a lot. My team and the people I surround myself with helped me a lot mentally and emotionally. Well, you know what, and, and that's good because the more peace you're in, the peace shows in the product. Yeah, it does. It does. It really does. It really does. I don't understand. I don't think people will understand that, but it really does. If you at peace with yourself and mentally, if you like got a clear mind, you'll be able to focus on things besides the things that you're struggling with and stuff like that. Exactly. Yep. I, that's all facts right yep. there. That's why um, I've been trying to make sure I keep uh stay peace, stay at peace with myself and with my mind, so it doesn't um affect my creative. Abilities mm-hmm. and stuff like that Yeah and you know it, it's one of those It shouldn't be a hidden gem mm-hmm. But it seems to be Especially in African American culture yeah. because we We're We we definitely get in our own way A yeah. lot mm-hmm. and Sometimes other Others yeah. of The African Americans that, yeah. that surround us also get In the way too Yeah, and so you know, it's it's best that see your brand is an example. Your brand, this mm-hmm. brand right here, Situations Media Entertainment, is mm-hmm. a brand of what collective can do. It's examples of what a collective can do yeah. to be greater mm-hmm. and put the creative minds together to form a common goal. Yep. Speaking of those goals, you stated that your goal is to continue to drop pieces that will help the people express themselves and be fashionable as they do it. Can you expound? Okay, so on that, what I meant by that, dropping like expressful um, pieces is like the colors, like what I said earlier, the colors and the meanings behind the designs and just helping them be fashionable while they do it. Like, People who want to express themselves, they want to express themselves through colors. I got stuff for that. Express themselves through things with meanings behind it. I got st- things for that. Express their express themselves through words. FSO. I got things for that. So I, I really feel like I have a lot of different things that I can do, and that I help you express yourself through fashion. Absolutely. Do you have brand ambassadors currently at the moment? And if you don't, are you looking to start a program of that sort? Yep, I got a few on, and but I am looking for more. It, it can never have too many. Okay, can Brother Rob be one? Yeah, you can be one. Yeah, can Brother <laughs> Rob be one? I, you know, I had to get through all the other questions before getting to the main question. Because, you know, you got to get the story first. You got to yep. get, the, you know, you got to get the brand source and everything like that. And then, now you got to ask. Because, you know... Because, you know, Brother Rob is on a different journey of mm-hmm. reinventing self. Yep. And that's just in life. Mm-hmm. And the fits got to go with it. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know. But, so, it, y'all heard it here first. Brother Rob is going, y'all going to start seeing Brother Rob rocking drip. some of these pieces. You know yep. what I'm saying? And you're going to see him. During the morning machine, when I take these pictures in front of these backdrops and stuff <laughs> like that with the guests. So, look for that coming soon, because your boy gets styled, okay? That's what it is, you know what I mean? And so, man, I gotta, I gotta say, see, if you're not excited about this this morning, and I don't, I don't know what you're listening to. Now, if you didn't catch it, we're going to do an interview rewind as well on it so don't worry about it in case you missed it we got you but 
I will say this though. This brand is where it's at. Take a look at what they have. So, before I, we drop the information, I want to say thank you so much for being on the Morning Machine. Yep. Like I said, this is your first time, but certainly not your last time being yep. on here. And I, I might have to put you on to another show. <laughs> I already tagged him. Hey, hey Sky, ho- hey, hey, Sky Life, holla at me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, seriously, though, you you really have all the tools and resources in one of the the top markets in the country. Yep. The country. Yeah, you have a major opportunity at hand. Yep. All you need to do is tap into your local market and the rest will be history. Yep. Sometimes some you in order to get fireworks to go off, right? When you're celebrating something you can't. They can't go off without a little heat, right? Yep, you can't. You're right. You, you can't. They can't go off without you lighting it, right? Yeah, you're right. So once you tap into that market, you have you have the lighter, mm-hmm. but you haven't sparked. It. You haven't sparked it yet. <laughs> get into these. Get into these festivals and events where they're where they're vending and whatnot, and really get that get get that lighter. The spark. Mm-hmm. Then once that spark, get them fireworks ready. It's it's on and popping. Gotcha. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, this year this year is the year. You've yeah. already been building. Mm-hmm. You have hundreds of designs between both of the brands. Yep. It's time to go. Yeah. It's time to roll. Yeah. As as Joe says, it's time to roll. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's definitely like that. So like I said. You're gonna be back. Mm-hmm. You know you got a radio home here if you if you drop in anything new. Yep. You know what I mean? Cause we got you. Yep. This this is what we do here at the 102.6 the situation and at the morning machine. Um we 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 don't just break bread, we break brands. <laughs> so that's what we do. So with that said, tell everybody where we can find you, follow you, connect with you, and most importantly, support by buying your pieces from your brand talk to us hey follow my instagram kb is the kid and all my links uh will be on instagram where you can buy the clothes and watch uh follow my youtube and things like that man oh dude you got a whole youtube channel yeah okay. i started i started my youtube channel uh, a couple months ago but i ain't been on it. i'm finna get back on it though okay you hey look you gotta <laughs> you yeah man and 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 by the way, just just to just for clarity, the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be mostly like designs or just videos of different people rocking it. Or yeah. how's that? How's that going to work on the YouTube? YouTube channel going to be everything. It's going to be like more of like insight of on my life type thing, type thing like that. Like, me like and a documentary style. Yeah, it's going yeah de- documentary style for real, and like challenges and little stuff like that. But mainly going to be documentary style. Mmm. Yeah, y'all heard it here first. So make sure you YouTube channel is coming. It's coming. So look, hey, K Biz the Kid is in the building. And listen, thank you once again for being on the Morning Machine. Thank you for having me. No problem. No problem.